And I am Aware Now. Aware Now, the official platform for causes. Tune in and turn it up as we raise awareness one story at a time for the causes that tie us all together. Trauma is not a destiny. Featuring Dr. Pamela Cantor, founder and senior science advisor for Turnaround for Children. Written by Sonia Montiel. After the 9-11 attacks, Dr. Pamela Cantor took action. She thought about all the students attending New York City's public schools and felt the urgency to do something. She helped lead a team commissioned by New York City's Board of Education to get accurate information on how the terrorist attacks impacted the city's children. What they discovered was surprising. While 68% of the students reported having experienced significant trauma that impacted their ability to learn sufficiently at school, it wasn't correlated to the terrorist attacks. Instead, the team discovered that most of these children were negatively impacted because of their ongoing experiences growing up in communities in poverty. As Dr. Cantor and the team dug deeper, they also discovered that schools located in impoverished neighborhoods were functioning without much of the knowledge or capacity to address the psychological and academic needs of their students. As a thought leader on human potential, a physician, and a researcher on the science of learning and development, Dr. Cantor recognized that the research on adversity and the developing brain health and learning that she had learned in medical school had not been translated and shared with most educators and school systems. In 2002, she founded Turnaround for Children to equip schools with that knowledge so that they could design learning environments that reveal the talents and skills in all the young people in their care. To this day, Turnaround for Children is an organization that believes each and every young person learns and develops in settings intentionally designed for them to thrive. The organization partners with educators and community leaders to design whole child learning environments through professional development and resources backed by scientific research. Dr. Cantor wants every person to know that trauma is not a destiny. She knows this to be true from her personal experiences and resilience through trauma. When Dr. Cantor was seven years old, she had a series of dreams about dying. She knew why, and she knew that she had to tell her parents. When she shared that she was being molested by her uncle, she heard these words, no one will hear this ever again. You will not tell anyone that this happened. Told to keep her horrific experiences in secret, she began believing she was a bad and ugly human being. At 15 years old, Dr. Cantor was a troubled teen. She met a psychiatrist whom her parents described as the family's special friend in their ongoing quest to keep the abuse she had experienced a secret. This psychiatrist was the first person to change how she saw herself when he told her, you are a pearl and an oyster. Those words filled her with hope. Somehow, this person acknowledged her as someone who wasn't ugly or dumb. Still, she needed proof. The psychiatrist had her assessed. She specifically remembers looking at her brain charts, 
the data and the psychiatrist explaining how her brain was capable of brilliance, Dr. Cantor felt a spark. She earned her Bachelor of Arts degree in dance from Sarah Lawrence College. Not long afterwards, she walked into the psychiatrist's office and proclaimed her decision to pursue medical school and become a doctor like him. Her psychiatrist responded, of course you will be. Not having any courses in math and science, Dr. Cantor took GED level algebra and chemistry courses at a local community college. She earned A grades in both. Then she enrolled in a post-baccalaureate pre-med program at Columbia University, which proudly owned a 70% failure rate. She recalls a specific annoyance from her academic advisor there, who told her, you're going to be 40 years old by the time you see your first patient. Dr. Cantor couldn't have cared less. She doubled up on chemistry, organic chemistry, biology, physics, and calculus, earned a 3.9 GPA, and applied to 12 medical schools. She was waitlisted at 11 and accepted to one, Cornell University Medical School. At 28 years old, she enrolled. The night before starting at Cornell, Dr. Cantor lost her voice. It wasn't laryngitis or a symptom of a bad cold. She was mute with a severe stress-induced reaction from the pressure of starting medical school. At first, she felt too embarrassed to show up to class. She was the oldest student there and only one of few females. She drove to her psychiatrist, pointed at her throat and wrote on a clipboard, what is going on here? He told her, you still don't believe that you belong there. She knew that she was afraid. Later in her research on learning and development, she learned about the power of stress to biologically shut people down and make it difficult to take risks. Dr. Cantor remained a fighter though, and with the support of her trusted relationship with her doctor, that stress began to melt away. She gained the courage to face her fear, relying on her therapist and something she learned were her magical muscles, the response pathways laid down after her experiences with trauma, which gave her the ability to not only survive her trauma, but also surmount them and succeed. Early the next morning, she grabbed the clipboard and wrote, I am Pam and I don't have a voice today and set off for school. Classmates introduced themselves by writing their names on her clipboard and never made her feel embarrassed. Her voice returned, as her therapist had predicted, in under two weeks. Through medical school, Dr. Cantor learned about the biology of trust and belonging, as she recalls, I learned how we love, how we attach, how we nurture, how we become conscious of ourselves, how we heal. Studying genes, she discovered that they are little packages of protein covered with receptors that are triggered into action by the environments and relationships in our lives. Genes are chemical followers. It is context that drives our biology and even the impression of our genes. When looking closely at context, the experiences, environments, and relationships in our lives, we come to one understanding that the risks and opportunities in development and learning does not separate nature and nurture, biology and environment, brain and behavior. There is only a collaboration between them. 
the knowledge that exists were to be applied fully means that all of the environments in which children grow and learn can provide the safety and belonging, the relationships and rich instructional experiences that will drive our personal growth and allow us to reach for our dreams. As Dr. Cantor likes to point out, the human brain is an amazingly dynamic living structure that can change and grow, recover and be resilient in the face of trauma over time. We know that the human brain is malleable and will grow in response to the experiences and opportunities it is exposed to. Here are a few of Dr. Cantor's considerations when thinking about trauma in our classrooms. When you don't believe you are worthy of something, it's likely because you don't believe you belong. Trust is the antidote to stress. Belonging is the most powerful antidote to things like fear, which includes the fear of being seen as an imposter. Increasing the hormone oxytocin, produced only through human connection like trust, love, safety, and belonging, sets up conditions of curiosity and exploration. Igniting curiosity in our brains triggers helpful neurotransmitters called dopamine. The perfect cocktail in the classroom is to design learning that it releases the oxytonin and triggers dopamine. And finally, the effects of trauma are reversible. Dr. Cantor wants each of us to think about the choice we have when it comes to education, knowing what we know from the science of learning and development and how that can be applied to every classroom. Do we have the will or determination to design and build learning settings that benefit every single child? Dr. Cantor hopes that we will respond with the committed yes. For a full biography of Dr. Pamela Cantor, please visit her feature in AwareNow Magazine's edition of Women. You can find that edition on awarenessties.us. Tune into our podcast, subscribe to our magazine, find us and join us online. Visit IamAwareNow.com. We will no longer wait for permission to change the world. Together, we are aware now.